Her Historians. I'm your host, Heather Ashley, and welcome to another episode of Women of Her Story, a podcast dedicated to celebrating women who have made or are making their mark on our society. We have an interview remix today because your favorite co-host, Ranger Roger Brooklyn, is here to help me out. Are you ready to help me out with this interview today? Well, howdy do. I am just, I am absolutely ready to help you out with this. And, oh. and how are you doing? I'm doing so well. Oh, splendid. And I'm so excited because our guest today is Sue Thaden, the Ooh. CEO and founder of From Now On, an Omaha, Nebraska-based technology company that powers mobile applications for over 80 colleges and conference sporting events in the United States, including the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship, the NAIA, and the Ohio State University. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sue. Yeah, Heather and Joe, thanks for having me on today, you guys. I was looking forward to it. <laughs> Thank you for being on with us. I'm very yeah. excited to, I, I'm sure we're all excited to learn uh, a little bit about I'm what so, you do. I'm so excited to learn. I was telling him that sometimes when I write out the questions, I kind of can predict a little bit what the answers are going to be, but this is so far out of my entire wheelhouse that I'm like, I'm so ready. Yes, I'm absolutely. so ready for yeah. this. Mm -hmm. Let's just, let's jump right in. What is From Now On? So From Now On came, so we have a parent company, CRI, and From Now On came out of the Innovation Lab about five years ago. So basically we're a digital marketing and communication platform for athletics. We're doing a lot of college stuff as well as uh, some high school stuff we dove into. Really having some great success there. So, you know, high schools, colleges, they do amazing stuff, whether it's a high school football game with Hawaiian night, Let's get everybody in the Hawaiian stuff, really create a fun atmosphere yeah. or okay. game back in the day where you have a fan fest and the marching band and all these cool things game day. We help make sure and bring all that awesome stuff to your fingertips as a fan. So when you're able to go, you can embrace all that cool stuff you want to embrace. When you're not able to go, hey, let's bring it to you. Let's kind of pack the party and bring it home. Yeah. Uh, fan engagement home. That's really cool. I don't think I've heard that sort of interactive. I've never heard of an interactive platform like that before. Um, That's, yeah. Why, why did you feel the need to create a platform like this? So uh, the whole journey looks like this a little bit. So at CRI, our parent company, we started an innovation lab. In the innovation lab, you can pick a project to work on. Get it greats our culture. You see gig all over our walls, t-shirts, hashtag get it great, water bottles. So they get four hours a gig a month to work on their project. The project has to be emerging technology, we're a technology company, and either good for our clients or good for our community. So like five or six years ago, our guys had picked this go back a little ways, this mobile platform that was, we have a beautiful zoo in Omaha, Nebraska, and it was rich with like schedules and wayfinding and concessions and all these really neat things mobile ticket, and it was kind of just, you know, the way that they envisioned this really cool opportunity to use technology in our innovation lab. Meanwhile, the University of Nebraska at Omaha is outside our window. They were building an $80 million facility, and they were going from Division two to Division one. really big deal. Yeah. Their hockey was already Division one, and hockey was going to hang this Frozen Four banner. Another big deal. So we said, guys, we got to trick out your fan engagement. Let's get something to match that brand level with, you know, digital is a little bit of a, you know, wordiness, but something that can just hit people in their pocket with this beautiful brand that you're really taking to the next level. They got excited. 
we said, great. And we pulled that platform out of CRI and started from now on uh, about five years ago. Oh, that's so, so interesting. Well, the fuel behind it, uh, we, we were new to college athletics. So there was a lot of, um, probably a lot of don'ts, don't chapters. <laughs> Some great do chapters, um, but the get it great slogan, we were all over. Let's get it great for fans. Let's just show the love to the sponsors, have them beautifully layered in the app and just cool places. And we really got excited about that. Get it great fuel behind game day. Yeah. And high school athletics of all sizes. That's yeah. <laughs> really that's catchy. That is, I like and get I'm, it great. It's yeah. So and I'm, I'm like... <laughs> so college athletics are up in the air in terms of how to keep fans engaged right now. What are some ways that various universities are planning on keeping the excitement up, especially when traditional ways to drum up support are off the table? Yeah, well, it's been crazy. And it's, it's the fun part is uh, we can tweak this every single day. Mm -hmm. You know, in some businesses, you got to make a decision, stick with it, don't, don't change, just march we're all in a different spot. So it, yeah, schools are in a tough spot. You know, they've got addressable fans that are hungry for engagement, hungry to be connected. They want that feeling that I felt when the marching band cruised by my tailgate before I go into the game. People have those feelings, you know, you hear that song and it takes you back to a moment. That tradition is totally athletics, whether, quite frankly, whether it be high school, a tiny college or a big college, it really transcends, I think, that whole gamut. We've worked pretty hard listening to our schools. If you listen to your customers, they say the same thing over and over. They're probably right, probably should do it. And so a couple of things that we've really added, we have an innovation lab likely, um, of course, and trivia was on our list of uh, a roadmap. But when COVID hit, we did a quick little matrix. What's high value with no games, no activities, like let's say none. What's super high value, which means it creates engagement and shows sponsors love. Sponsors still want to be in front of these fans. You know, yep. you still want to have your, your, you know, your local chicken house wants to be sponsoring the outfield or in the football field or in the basketball arena. Well, not nobody's in there, but let's get that sponsor some love because that revenue helps buy practice jerseys, pay for uprights or different things like that. So we pulled our trivia product um, through our innovation lab and launched trivia about a month ago. Most of our customers are using it. So it kind of goes like this. It can be live or it can be scheduled. So some schools are doing cool things. And one, the, the school that did it very first had over 10 times the click-through rate they've been having wow. since last wow. game. So great, great engagement opportunity. So like Tuesday at noon, they'll say, um, Moscow trivia, uh, you know, uh, let's say Eagles fans, are you hungry? Hungry for some trivia? Brought to you by so-and-so oh. house click to play trivia and they hop and you make a play on words because it's brought to you by them, but you're also hungry for engagement and you click in and it has like maybe three questions about that school, yeah. that their programs. And then we have a leaderboard. So it shows who's winning on the leaderboard and kind of a cool little way to be engaged. And again, that's been important because it's causing some interaction for play for fans to be able to engage mm -hmm. as well as the sponsors getting some time in front of people and, and able to, you know, generate revenue back to the school. We've also, you know, we've seen some cool things. A lot of our schools were launching like player um, workout uh, music lists and they were yeah. having many different little things like that that they've shared just to keep you kind of connected to that player. And also student athletes, you know, it's about at the end of the day, if you take it on that side of it, 
these student athletes are having these amazing experiences through college mm -hmm. and we still want to help them have that amazing experience through college. So it's kind of multi-threaded. It's the sponsor, the fan, the student athlete, right. trying to keep everybody excited and at the table. Yeah. We just have a ton of really cool things. And now games are kind of coming back. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that's probably helping with the actual I mean, I can't really be at can't be at the games. I I, I don't yeah, know. Are, are, I guess some are sort of starting. Oh, yeah. But like even still it can't be the same you know, it's not going to be the same amount of like yeah, 30,000 people yeah. losing their minds. But it, you know, Yeah. Are 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 universities doing what like uh the MLB has done with uh, the like cutouts yeah. in the seats. Are they doing that? <laughs> yes, yeah, so we've seen everything. Even the little schools from buy your seat, you can send a picture in and for $100 or whatever, or uh, just various things to make the stadium not feel like it's completely empty. Yeah. Um, but, and you know, one thing I'll maybe mention as you talk about few people. So maybe there's no people some places, no games, worst case, few people, 20% or whatever more and more and more so you know our whole goal is we're all getting back to as close to full as possible that's when yeah. it's raging stadium it's fun and you're painting your face and you're eating stuff you only eat at a game and <laughs> you know life is good and so for if that's your thing and so we've really worked on contactless game days so we right away mapped out the journey of a fan from their home curb back to their home curb you know you've got maybe let's say let's say you did park uh, you know, you got to, because a lot less people are doing ride share now or appearance of it. And so we've got a mobile parking pass. So you just wave it on your phone. You got a mobile ticket. You just wave it on your phone. Hey, game day program. Hey, it's all in your phone. Your live stats, player bios, who just ran that touchdown. And mm. by the way, I'm going to want that piece of pizza on Gatorade at 12.15. I'm going to mobile order and grab it at the pickup window. It texts me when it's ready. And, and concessions. Gosh, I love that hoodie that guy just walked, or I mean merchandise. Guy just walked by with a cool hoodie and a cap. Let's grab that online too. So our app is fully covering that mobile game, that digital journey of a fan. It's really, quite frankly, our responsibility to help shore up all the technology we can to make that seamless. You can't prevent somebody grabbing a railing, somebody sitting in the wrong seat, you know, you're not sitting together. You know, there's things we can't prevent, but there's things we should do a lot to really shore up contactless, contactless game day so the fans can come back and people feel safe. Because really, that's, that's when we're all going to be thriving again in the athletics business yeah. absolutely that outreach is so important and you know just because the state of things have slowed down I feel like it's important as ever for the fans the students just everyone in between to kind of continue to be able to interact and show that there's like that interest um yeah I just love the access the uh being able to order stuff on the phone and you know I almost think we probably this probably would have taken another year or two more if it wasn't for the pandemic and our response to have agree, to adapt Joe. I totally agree Joe and then we're all hearing it in many industries I mean quite honestly the grocery industry and the restaurant industry yeah. have shown some pivot I mean, yes, absolutely. When my husband came home with takeout and a martini in a front seat, I was like, "Woo!" Oh my god! Walking down when they first um, in in New York, like you, almost right off the bat, they were like, "All right, well, we're just gonna do to go." You can order to go anything like drinks, now. Like margaritas, like, like you said, cocktails that are a like, lot of the a lot of the restaurants. Are like already on the street that have 
like full open side windows that they already do for patio seating usually. So then, then all these restaurants now started to, well, in the beginning when they couldn't have like outdoor dining or anything like that, they would just open that front and set up a whole little, like basically drive through situation, oh. like a concession stand, yeah. you walk up and you're like, I'll have three margaritas to go, please. Thank you. <laughs> like, and then they're in these little pouches. It's the, time, it's the changing it's of the crazy. time. It's crazy. I don't know if that'll ever go back. Do you think? I mean, it's like, they're going to adapt. It's going to be such a good business plan. They're like, we're going to have order buys, like where people kind of order and go on by. And then people who are just wanting oh, yeah. to sit on the street because it's like, hey, now we can sit on the street and oh, eat yeah. or There's we can sit inside. And it's like, if you can, if you want to sit where you eat, where you eat and drive, I just don't know that there's a call really for this you know so just like with the app there's a call for like that level of interaction and being just as um informed as they were prior to the pandemic yeah and making it i mean because the other thing is think about i feel like so many times i've spent like a third of an inning or quarter or whatever the sport it is standing online at at a a, a, just waiting and waiting (laughs) and waiting and then three people still don't know what they want and i'm Ugh. like you've been here for half an hour you don't things. know what you want there's five it's, things it's chicken well, you know, hot dog some real benefits to it uh the studies show that if people order on their phone they order more than if they order in a line the average basket price is like three times yeah. but it is funny like i don't know if it's social pressure or decision making i can sit here and ponder it and then i'll load up three pieces of pizza <laughs> But it's so it's everybody's benefit in in that respect. It's going to be hopefully we don't need 10 beers loaded up for one person in the first inning, but rough game. I don't know if your team is down like that early on. No, maybe 10 beers is enough if you're already in double digits and your team is losing. Yeah, if you are, and they've taken out the starter, like let's say it's baseball and they brought in the reliever and it's like bottom of the first, you're like, Oh, yeah, this is going to be a 10 beer game. I'll go for like 10 bags of margaritas. There you go. Now that's not yeah, you're drinking. <laughs> now you're now, now you're now drinking. We're drinking. Yeah, not just beers. Oh, that's funny. But you know one thing, I, I don't know what triggered this in my head, bear with me, but when you talked about like getting people back to events and stuff, there was a survey a couple years ago that I think one of the powers that be in collegiate athletics did, and they surveyed college students and they said, Okay, a football game, do you classify it as a sporting event, a competition, or a social event? It was like 80% social event. So, you know, you talk about being a fan. College students, oftentimes, that's what you do. You go to that basketball game, maybe for, but the problem is they show up late and leave early. So they're just going to kind of mingle and make their later plans possibly. But hey, they're coming and they see it as a big aspect of their experience and their development of uh, their college experience. So there's something to be said about those things going on on campus that mentally we all need that good positive mental energy, that green and growing feeling, that active, interactive feeling. And it's a big component to that. So it'll be great to keep getting games going back and people feeling safe. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and with apps like, like your, that, are, that are helping you map out your experience and plan it out, I think it's going to make it a I lot easier and later. make people feel a lot more comfortable about it too. Yeah. Yeah, we hope so. As the CEO and founder, you have a lot of responsibilities. One of the most important is being able to keep spirits up and lead your teams well. What are some ways you are able to keep positive vibes during such an uncertain time? Big one, huh? 
Well, I am. I, I'm fortunately born with a positive DNA. And I say that, and I mean, fortunate, you know, there's a lot of people that aren't. And so my governor runs a little hot already in a happy, <laughs> hot chili kind of way. And so uh, fortunately, I wake up happy. I'm pretty much happy all day. And I forget, uh, forget pretty quickly and, and get over things pretty quickly. That said, I still work on it. And I, I believe it's mine to work on and everybody's got it to work on. I also feel like my purpose is to uh, better everyone around me's day. In any way I can, it might be silent, stay out of their way. It might be help them out and move things forward. It might be, you know, whatever it is, little or big, I think we can make each other's day better all the time, every day. So I, I learned this from an executive coach years ago. Go big, go, begin in gratitude, and then end fig, finish in gratitude. So his thing is you got to do 20 gratitudes in the morning, like, he says, you know, like before the feet hit the floor, I'm not really that disciplined of an individual. But, and then, then you do it at bedtime. And you know, if you do 20, you dial your brain toward looking for them because we're all a little competitive and want to get that done. Wow. You know, if you do three, it's like, man, my dog is so cozy and that little sunrise fun and it's Saturday. You know, you can phone in three or four, but if you do 20, which I, I don't always get to 20, but I do it. I mean, I even, I had read about you guys yesterday and I'm like, I'm excited to spend some time with Joe and Heather tomorrow. Oh. And so, yeah, I love your, I love what you guys have been doing with your podcast. And then, but anyway, you know, if you, you get a red car, you see red cars everywhere. You get a new cool blue shirt, you see blue everywhere. Mm. So if we dial our brain toward, I want 20 gratitudes in the morning. I want 20 at night. It just sharpens your lenses because I choose to be happy. We, you know, I think most people do. We're genuinely mm. well-intended. So that's my biggest one. And then I, uh, something I learned at about age three, I draw happy faces all the time. So like if I'm in a meeting where I'm a little bit like, I just love to pop off and say, shut up. <laughs> I'll just draw a little happy face. And maybe, maybe if it's going really bad, I add a mustache, right? <laughs> I add legs or top like, hat. Yeah. yeah. Just, just own, you know what, we can take control of our own attitude. It's a little bit of maybe a own your attitude kind of thing for me, but it is something I work on all the time. I think it's, I think a lot of people do and it's important, but at the end of the day, I'm fortunate to be, you know, born a pretty positive person. Hmm. Yeah. I think that is such, that is such a good outlook yeah I'm and a good mindset attitude. that i'm gonna i'm gonna that's try that's, that i'm gonna try that's that. implemented i'm gonna try i'm right gonna now. have her try that i'm gonna definitely i'm gonna, gonna take see. notes he'll I'm get back feel, to you yeah, see if i'm a more yeah, positive it'll person be, yeah we'll see <laughs> yeah no because i'm no. fine i'm super positive that's what it is but no that's so that's that's so interesting because you're you're right you know like it's easy to phone in like five happy things mm -hmm. but then yeah. if you start to like make yourself look for 20 before you even fully start your day and then end with 20 different ones <laughs> or or yeah. some of the same whatever you know yeah, but like I think the same that's a win to me <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and and then you actually are actively looking throughout your whole day to say uh, at least I'm a really competitive person and I know that I would, I will like be noting, well, that's something I can say later. And that's another thing I can add on to it. What's another thing, you know, instead of <laughs> and getting like a sense of a, like, you know, you have a checklist and at the end of the day, those things are done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. of that in your own game. Right. Yeah. That's what that feels like. I love that. Mm -hmm. that's... You know, I think there's so many things we're all can be frustrated about. My dog's laying down like five feet from me. And if she barked, I could be like, Ugh! or she'd be like, I work with my dog. Yeah. 
I have a dog. See, mine would be, I finally have a dog with me. Did you get a new dog? No, I wish. <laughs> I, so I, I walk, um, I walk one of my friend's dogs every day. So, and I have for years now and it's like pet therapy for me. Oh, <laughs> Cause I, I, you know, I can't, it's, it's New York and it's tough to have pets in, in New York, unless it's a fish. And even then they die they die so too sad. fast and then it's sad and then you can't cuddle it like no whatever. no so, they'll die that way too <laughs> you know and so and so it's it's so i you know it's nice to be around dogs and to be like yeah yeah i i get to what's, work and my dog's here and so nice what's your friend's dog what kind of dog do you want it's watch? a pit bull she's a blue nose pit bull and she is the sweetest most lovely dog Very that cute. has ever existed she doesn't bark she doesn't growl she's afraid of small dogs yeah. she <laughs> if a dog is smaller than her she cowers like oh, behind oh, me it's very mirror does she have a mirror I just don't... see how big she is <laughs> you know yeah, i don't think she's ever i don't think <laughs> there is a mirror that is her height and i wonder if she doesn't realize <laughs> because they have a cat that's very mean to her so i think that's why she's afraid of small yeah animals they keep the cat separate but is, is your dog but, like, yeah what's your dog i have two and i have a cat so the dog that i'm looking at is like a 50 pound she looks like a miniature black lab she was a mutt oh and she's just a sweetheart she's great and then we have a rescue a cavalier king charles rescue and um but funny we have this cat that's like bubba's Somehow his name became Bubba, and he's like 20 years old, and he whack moles the cat, the dogs. Like, <laughs> just do this like back legs. Back on their that I is hysterical. That. I love do they just idea. let him? The, the uh, dogs just let him? Moxie, the 50 pound one. No, that's that's like free game. I'm gonna roll you. And the little <laughs> one. Oh my gosh, he can back up like 50 miles an hour. He's so scared. <laughs> 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 oh my god pet dynamics are so funny um i used to have um a bichon and a german short hair pointer and well the the pointer was my dad's hunting dog but basically anyway mm -hmm. but so twinkle was the little dog's name yes yes her name was twinkle i definitely <laughs> named her yeah. and she she used to like body slam the pointer when he was a puppy because i don't think she knew he was going to be much larger and she would literally stick her stick her legs under his and go bah, just literally body slam him and then he was afraid of her their whole lives and he always deferred to her even though he was like four times her size isn't that funny animals are so strange <laughs> they're so much fun they're just you know you leave the room and come back and they're happy again you know they're yes. there. yes coming back i bet i bet your i bet your animals are are three of your of your 20 every day <laughs> uh, mostly or at least <laughs> unless they get into something yeah, right oh my gosh oh wow we see just we we love a good we love a good random pet yeah, tangent yeah. we actually went on one like literally every yesterday. other day we, every, we talk about pets yeah there's a lot of time these days <laughs> and 
and it seems like everybody's getting a puppy over mm -hmm. the last six months. So many people have gotten puppies. Yeah. I'm very envious. Yeah. Eventually mm -hmm. we'll get there. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> have you always been interested in entering the tech industry? No, no. Uh, I haven't been not interested, but I think, I think, uh, you know, our first company that we started is it consulting and it, I really enjoyed the problem solving, the exceeding expectations, the customer saying, man, it's awesome to have you guys at the table. Or, hey, we're better off with you here. Not me, but our team or our product. So it's just the journey I got on happened to be around technology, but it's always been about creating experiences through it. And it's kind of a means to an end. The why might be more exciting to me than the what and how. Okay. You know, you know, yeah. is it that wrote that book, but um, yeah, so it's just a means to an end. I love the industry. I love that it's changing constantly. I love so many technical people around you. You just see them create amazing things. You know, you give them five Legos and somehow they build something with 10 and you're like, man, how'd you do that? Where they come up, you give them an idea and they go advance it. So I love that um, green and growing aspect of it and that real nimbleness of being around people that are developing technology. And, and that's been always really fun and rewarding. Yeah, that's so, that's cool. And I like, I like that, that you have your ultimate goal, your intention, your intentions for what you would like to serve to people, serve to people, provide, yeah. here we go, provide for people. I'm finding words. She's, I'll get there. I have to, you know, Perfect. um, and you've allowed yourself to be open to any, any way that that's, that it'll be possible for you to make that happen. And I think that's a really, um, great quality to have because not yeah. a lot of people are willing to do the, the, around swirl oh we can do it this way you know that's that's yeah. a really great, well, great it's you know quite i appreciate you summarizing that and it makes it sound like a a, a strength instead of the weakness it's felt like since about first grade <laughs> you know it says name here but i decided to put mine at the bottom because when i'm done i'm gonna write my name and they're like minus 10 points and i'm like you have my name is on the i never meant to be like i never meant to be a smart aleck but it's just how it's always been for me. It doesn't work academically, but yet, you know, and I, I think that what, what others have probably taught me along the way, working in teams, you realize they are good at that. I never was, but look where they're going. There's also like, give a little bit of direction and see what happens. And all of a sudden you've got like a beautiful blossoming wildflower thing going on where you're like, let's bring some color to this. And now you've got this amazing, like, holy cow, I never would have dreamt of this. I love that seeing uh, some people are like, a couple of key people in our company comment that I'll be the visionary and they love it because they get to go make it into what they're capable of doing, but they don't think it up. Mm -hmm. And I love it because I actually am not very good at executing all of the details, but I can see very clearly down the road mm. and, and a feeling that we're trying to get toward, but I can't always put the blocks in place. So mm -hmm. teamwork, it's teamwork, right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It absolutely is. And it's all, you know, and, and, you know, you're, you're, it, it sounds like you're the kind of person in a leadership position that I, I would want to be under because you do, a, it sounds like you're like, okay, this is, this is the end game here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe, maybe use all the qualities 
that you have and then we can all get there together instead of like a well it has to be this this and this mm -hmm. and this because my way is the best way and you're like but my brain doesn't work like that mm -hmm. and so i think that's great that you you are allowing other people to access the way that their own brain operates to get collectively to this end goal it's a journey though isn't it we all kind of realize that stuff we're not good at it's not is it's not the end of the world just make sure you, you use the stuff you're good at it'll show up yeah. better absolutely your description there i have a quick funny story so um years ago we wanted to go on vacation i have three daughters my my youngest was like three and we usually do a winter trip and so we booked and i didn't usually do more than a week but i booked like 12 days to virgin gordon the british virgin islands we were going to go the 26th and come back 12 days later and the week and i booked it and my friend turns out a 40 year old bachelor had told me about this place so that's my research all right i'm going sheldon so anyways i booked this trip like the week before my husband's getting everything organized and he's like you know we're landing in nassau and i said oh really he's like yeah and i'm like well that's funny because we're staying in virgin gorda he's like yeah we aren't there we aren't quite there so literally the week before the trip my husband went through all the plans and my itinerary I built. I did not have us to the destination. So <laughs> he ended up having to, we had to get this little, I don't know what it's called, like Blue Eagle, little small puddle jumper, donkey little jet to take us from Nassau to the island because the island was just this tiny little island. And I, I don't know if we'd have realized it like the day we got there. <laughs> but I had to laugh. I, he was he was not frustrated because I it's he needed to QA my, my, my trip planning that is so funny you live and you learn though you know that that's a good life experience that's really fun we got there. Still, like, in the Caribbean, he was just just a little just a little bit off yeah we got there though the it was like nothing i thought we could swim it <laughs> You're like, no, that's cl it's close enough, right? Like, yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Paddle boats, right? We can make it. Three-year-old, <laughs> give her the paddle. She'll right. put her old life jacket. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, speaking of blunders, has it always been smooth sailing the whole time during the you know creation of of these companies or? you know, just life in general, or have you had some struggles along the way? Smooth sailing, you know, I would say for starters, we have been very, very fortunate. You know, nothing catastrophic. Our businesses are growing, family's healthy. I mean, you know, the fundamental things are good. And so, but you know, it really, as I, was, as I think that over, there's kind of three parts to the business. There's the the people, the technology, and then managing your organizational development. Like now we're going to need, you know, when you start with one employee and then now he's got four jobs or she's got four jobs. Well, now let's break those into four jobs. And what really is what that job, you know, when you're doing two jobs, I always say, write down the stuff you're not good at. And let's see if that's the next job we need to hire oversimplified, mm -hmm. but oftentimes it is. And so, you know, going from zero employees to from now on has about 16 or 18 right now. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, at the end of the day, people is the whole thing. People are the whole thing. You know, it's technology, but they're making it work. And if it's broken, it's their attitude to how to address it. If a customer's not happy, did they get it great? Did they show up awesome for them? 
And, you know, we're gonna, the development of the company can be the biggest challenge because sometimes I think we have good leadership and from now on in CRI, we definitely do too. When we first started CRI 20 years ago, 21 years ago, hired fun, great people. And then all of a sudden, as we're trying to grow the company and promote leaders, everyone's like, I don't, I don't want that job. I like the job I got. And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> then you're onboarding leaders. And that is another chapter of don'ts the way I did it. But uh, now we're in good shape. But you know, when you, when you're built, trying to build a company and go forward, you want to hire, it's so obvious that it took me a while to get it. Hire people that want to advance, that want to take that role and build it out, that want to go to the next level. But at the end of the day, I think the biggest challenges have been people. Mm. So sailing, like when you're up at night and you're struggling and you don't want to address something, it's usually a personnel or an, an issue. And how do I go about this? How do I bring it up? Mm. You know, simple little communications, behavior, relationships, trust. Um, I would say the wins far outweigh mm. the both for us with the people thing, but I pretty simplified people. Yeah, <laughs> no, that makes sense. That makes sense, you know, and it, especially in, in small, you know, smaller companies, you want to make sure, you know, you're, you've got a good rapport, but then kind of like what you're saying, you're like, you also have to like consider, do these people want to advance as we grow? So, yeah. you, to, you know, there's so much involved in that. And, you know, you say, you said that it's simple. I don't think I would have thought about that part. <laughs> I think I would have been like, I like these four people. Let's do this together. And I, I you know, I, I don't think I would have considered the, <laughs> the expansion process so. of, don't you want to be promoted? They're like, nah. Uh-uh. Now we've got a good group from now on has a great up and coming leadership group. And I'm, incredibly grateful oh good and you get out of their way and you're like wow <laughs> you did a great job <laughs> you, you like go on vacation for a couple weeks expecting to have like everyone kind of freaking out a little bit like the printer might be on fire at some point you come back and everything's like great you're like oh I you get, were gone? You know? <laughs> yeah they're like oh you were gone you're like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so true we have a pretty good group do you have any advice for women wanting to break into tech, wanting to build up their own business, anything of the sort? Man, I love the question and I wish I had this like huge marquee answer that would just, you know, pull somebody up 10 feet tall. My, I would say, I always, I try to reflect on my own thing instead of creating like a story, but I know the most important thing for me, one, do what you're good at. You know what, if you're good at this part, do that part. Um, I think through grow, starting in a new industry, so maybe if you're saying someone moving into tech for the first time or somebody wanting to start, a woman wanting to start a business, a woman specifically, I think surround yourself with people that give you confidence. Mm. You know, there's really pretty much people that drain you and people that fill you. The drains can't fit right now. You know, if you're going through, if anyone's ever going through challenge, I find I need to go to my home bases. Mm. Who are those people that are going to love me with egg on my face? Mm. Or, you know, hey, you don't know what you're doing, but you know what? There's a lot you do know. Keep going. So mm. I think that that tight circle, that's what works for me. I guess I'll just share my own experience. People around me that keep going, you can pull it off. Are you having fun? you know, take care of yourself. Let's go have some fun. So I think if anyone's trying to get into tech and I know I don't have like this 
strategic technology industry answer, but number one, make sure you're around people that may help you maximize your confidence. And mentors, I, I can't say enough about mentors, and mentors can come in all shapes and sizes. They may be your age, they may be younger, they may be older, but ideally they're where you wanna be next or next, mm -hmm. like next, next, you know, people that you're moving up toward. I also am a, I'm rambling on this one now, but I also think do give more than you take. So if you're grabbing some mentorship from someone above you, maybe I won't use that word. Someone you can bounce things off, be a little vulnerable with and say, Hey, can you walk me through what you think of this? Or, Hey, I'm going to meet with these people. What do you think is important if I showed up for this meeting? Cause by the way, you've ran these interviews before. So and I'll try to kick the word mentor to the curb. Cause maybe it didn't describe it enough, but, Someone you can ask a lot of situational questions of, of what journey you're trying to be on, that you trust their answers well intended. Mm. And then do the same for others. There's somebody right behind you or two steps behind you. Yeah. Give back as quick as, I think that gratitude side, a couple things come out of it. When you feel good, life's better. And then I think people want leaders to come into their industry, come into leading companies that take care of others. You're just naturally gonna create an environment that feels like that you fill buckets. You yeah. know, and I think honestly, based, based on that answer, it takes me back to the question I asked about smooth sailing. Um, it sounds like you live by your own advice because I, I, I think if you hadn't already been surrounding yourself with people that are wanting the same thing and wanting to like, you know, at least not drain you <laughs> and take advantage of this or that, or like compete, compete, compete. It's just like, no, there's no reason for that. And, and so I, I like that. It sounds like you live by your own advice, which is amazing. Oh, That's funny to say it. But, you know, we do a lot. Everything's learned from others, right? We're all really modeling behavior of those around us. And my, we've had a couple of really good coaches that do a lot around self-awareness too. So when we bring people into our company, you hire for good, mm -hmm. green and growing, curious, smart, doer people mm -hmm. that want to, you know, give more than they take potentially. And um, then, then you help them grow themselves and grow their self-awareness. When I walk in the room, how do I impact the others? Cause my goal is to have as much influence as possible every minute of every day whether it's to make people feel better, make, get out of the way and let someone grow or get some energy to blow up this place and be grizzly bears. So I think if, if people have tools to self-develop and that's what we do with our coaching, our leadership coaching program in our company. So that I think we just had five people go through it at, from now on. Our coach is out of Chicago, Mary Pat Knight. She's awesome. And she does a lot of that self-awareness. Are you aware of what you're doing and how it's impacting others? And, mm -hmm. and I think that helps people, you know, you hire good people, you help them grow and develop, they decide to grow and develop and, and we all live it. Mm. Kind of point. Mm -hmm. And you know, it makes me think of uh, a quote that I can't remember the whole quote. I just, I remember a little bit of it, but it's basically like on, on the token of like, how are you impacting the people around you? And it was like, if you're having a bad day, don't put your bad day on other people. Just like... <laughs> under like don't don't push it on other people understand how you're impacting others just because your day sucks doesn't mean you get to bring other people down with you and then also being open to letting people pull you out of your bad day like not putting up that shield because then that's also 
still affecting these other people who are like, I'm just trying to like help you and you can't be a dragon right now. Like that's not what this is. Like <laughs> it's so simple and so true, isn't it? It's not easy to do when you're mad. You don't want to be, sometimes you don't want that rope thrown to you. <laughs> you want to wallow. Yeah. I, yeah. I need, to, I, I have to, I, I like bury myself and then I have to dig myself out of my own hole and I do. And then I'm just like, all right, thank you. <laughs> I was being dumb like 20 minutes later. Uh, I thought about it. I had time to sit in my own grave. That sounds very good of you though. The important thing is to acknowledge it. Yeah. You have to you have to come around after you've made the mistake or else you He'll don't be like, learn. just let me sit in the corner for a minute. I'll be good. Let me brew. Let me not like affect a coffee. You. you know what I mean? Like let me let me do my thing and then I'll come up and I'll be fresh and ready and I'll smell roasted. <laughs> just like, yes, yes. Look creamer in it. Up. Is there a person or a company um can be in your industry, doesn't have to be, that you admire for the strides they're making or for the environment that they have for their employees? Oh, that part. <laughs> quite frankly so many and do you feel slightly like everything is in fast forward yet everything's in slow motion yes <laughs> oh my gosh I so feel that way like so I I'm, I might be a little bit of a I admire a little bit of a lot of companies mm. and and it's really from like first-hand experience we're getting great people we want to get great we do this whole front stage training and and then I heard this um heard I uh, read this article a couple months ago a friend sent me about we all are redirecting so rapidly get over yourself like if you plug in an address and you're walking or whatever and you take the wrong turn Siri just redirects right and then gives yeah. you the address we all need to redirect ourselves and not say Sue what did you just do you know beat ourselves up because we made a wrong turn because we're gonna make wrong turns I'm kind of getting to my point so I think there's been a lot of grace given to companies to figure out how to get here and i mean during this covid situation of people being at home and scared and day and all that i everything from i ordered my daughter some nike shoes and they now do a 60-day return policy instead of 30 so you can try them on and if you load it with more shoes you get a discount but send them back in. so they have said you're not coming in our store so we need you to have more time we want you to grab more pairs and you know so i think they're saying we still need to sell a lot of stuff but people aren't going to come to our store so the, what this little pivot i'm pointing out like little muscle memory things little pivot yeah. restaurants i gotta still give my love back to them restaurants throwing in the bags of cocktails they are gonna lead the charge grocery stores look what they did yeah they put arrows on the floor and shields up and and sold goods you know kept the kept things selling so i don't know i look at all the littles like we all did things the way we do things because that's what you do. And I love that everybody's just mildly getting away with what they can to sell their stuff mm, and have yeah. trying to have. So I think, I think that's been pretty neat. Um, I, I do think uh, also Zoom, <laughs> or whoever we're using at this time, these video platforms have done amazing yeah. to just keep up quietly and keep it moving. I don't know, all that stuff's been, I think all the little stuff's impressive. Yeah, so, absolutely. And even the fun little things that like Zoom Zoom does, uh, the, you can do the little backgrounds. <laughs> They're like, how can we make people not want to 
strangle everyone all the time let's throw some fun little space backgrounds on there it's like, you know what i think would be cool do you ever go on like house.com and you can click on the table and it'll give the price or maybe pinterest or what you click on a table in a picture and it tells you the the maker of the table and the price and you can click to order it i kind of wish i could do that in some people's background like <laughs> olivia's got a picture i'm gonna click and order that and no. i <laughs> <laughs> this house is <laughs> or, or like what color is that paint? yeah exactly that's exactly it <laughs> what kind of blackout curtain are they using like that's wow i like the ultimate swap meet <laughs> <laughs> you know that's so real though that's uh, that would be that would be cool who yeah. who who can, get, who, can, who can make that happen yeah it's 2020 right I'm somebody sure can make that there. happen Maybe next year. <laughs> i know you can there's like an app so this is kind of super off topic but like kind of not off topic um when i was in japan i had i can't i can't read kanji i you know i it's not the same alphabet i don't know what i'm reading and i was in kagoshima and so there's not a lot of there was honestly maybe two English, like there was the 7-Eleven, I think it was a 7-Eleven, was still 7-Eleven. And oh. then um, and then there was like Starbucks that was still Starbucks. But like most of the stores are written in a language that I don't understand. Google has a thing. You can literally turn on the video or even just the camera and you turn and it translates in real time what you're looking at you can do it with menus signs cool. i was like who did this this is so genius because sometimes i would walk into a store thinking it would be one thing it was not that thing <laughs> it would be not that and it would not be what i was looking for <laughs> even though it looked like it was <laughs> that happened on more than one occasion but it's so i i feel like That's somebody's cool. got to be close to figuring out how to like yeah. order from each other's stuff <laughs> order yeah. from each other's yeah stuff. we're getting there <laughs> we're getting there <laughs> it'll happen right mm -hmm. something something will happen <laughs> well before we get to our last two questions mm -hmm. is there anything else that you would like to add where we can find from now on keep track of what you're up to um social media websites or you know just like anything we didn't touch on yeah no thanks heather so from now on of course twitter at from now on and then um instagram at from now on and then of course linkedin me or our um from now on those are probably the most common places to follow us we love followers I ask the same last two questions to everyone that comes through the podcast. First, what is your second favorite color? Ah, orange. Orange? Nice. What kind of orange? Like it's bright? Nasty. Yeah, like like a like an orange bright. That's cool. Nasty sunset, sunrise, beginning mm. ending kind of feeling. Mm. I'm sure I just took my shoe off. <laughs> 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 good representation we know now oh, that's so funny so it just puts you in a good mood it's like that's that yeah. that bright happy orange what's your first favorite blue i was gonna oh, say yeah. it's gotta be My blue the, the theme is very love blue <laughs> mm -hmm. good choice and lastly 
what, in your opinion, is the best part of being a woman? Oh my gosh. So I would have to, if you don't mind, edit it and say the best part of being a 51 year old woman. I turned 51 in August. Ooh, happy, I love, birthday. happy birthday. Thanks. <laughs> and I love the, you know, um, the older, the 51 year old woman, there's something probably, I don't know about a man because I've never been one. And so that whole, you can be your giving, loving nature with grace. It's okay if you're wrong and you laugh at yourself. There's just a lot of, th I, I think that what I've experienced in my life, I am only a woman. Um, you can be like loving and generous, but firm. And maybe you're labeled a little bit for it, but for the most part, it's, it's, I feel a free reign every year as I get a little bit older too. So I have to add the age with it because that matters too, I think. You kind of just get more confident. You ever watch movies like Downton Abbey, that grandma was like the woman, like, you know, she was the troublemaker and she could say anything. And there's yeah. so many movies where it's the older woman that just, the patriarch that makes these bold statements. That's not really my personality, but mine is more just more the, the giving, kind of a loving, that, uh, healthy, happy personality for people to be around. Yeah. You know, and I, I like, you know, as, as we get older, you do begin to realize that everyone's focused on themselves. No one actually cares what you're doing. No one, no one is thinking about that time in third grade when you like tripped over your shoelaces, but it might keep you up at night until you're 25 yeah. because you're mortified and everyone's like, what are you totally. talking about? You know? And it's, no one remembers yeah, no one remembers it, but you. And so it's something where, yeah, as you, uh, you know, getting older and you, you become more and more comfortable with who you are and fully expressing every part of who you are yeah. because more people are happy to know all the sides of you they want yeah. that and if they don't then that's not someone you need around you and then you learn that too not everybody has to be your friend like <laughs> i agree like and i feel like the more confident you get in yourself the more you can enjoy all of the other person yeah. instead of judging get ready to move or whatever you can just be like oh that was funny such a nice positive outlook that yeah. I want to start carrying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's gonna be it's gonna be on my on my list of good things this evening. Yeah, I want to wake <laughs> up and like try to remember to like do that like the twenty things you know. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. I've never been, I have to write them down or make it too big of a process because I won't do something with too many steps routinely like that. So I just do it in my head. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like something I, I would probably end up deleting them. I, I'm a, I love the, um, the voice memo. I love oh, voice yeah, memo. I think I just too. like saying it, even if I never listen to it again, he hates listening to his voice. I'm like, good thing we have a podcast. Uh, but, but, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, I think I would never listen to them, but I think if I said them and then deleted it, it's just like, <laughs> Putting it in the universe mm -hmm. yep. is, it says a lot about how you're going to spend the, that day. Yeah. You know, and sometimes writing them down is good for me. And then I circle a couple of my favorites that I just want to carry on, maybe mm -hmm. put them at the top of my page the next day or mm. you know, yeah. make okay. a little game out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Thank you 
so much for taking the time to talk with us today. I had the best time. I really appreciate your positivity. You can just feel it <laughs> radiating all the way through the the Zoom screen. Through the Zoom. Oh. Through the Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was looking forward to meeting you both. So thanks, Joe. Thanks, Heather. Thank you for also for having me here on this uh, on this occasion as well. Um, it's been very uh, it's been a delight to have learned as much. I also don't know if you've you noticed when you say his name, it catches him a little off guard because he's so used to not being called Joe on the on the show that he's like, my name. My name. I you mean, can be like a self self proclaimed park ranger, and maybe you just go ranger the park. I mean, you could just go empty garbage right exactly <laughs> kind of looking for yogi bear you know what i mean like just kind have of a couple picnics yeah yeah you know yeah mm -hmm. really have some fun <laughs> and thank you historians for tuning in again we appreciate you guys coming back week after week please take the time to subscribe tell everybody you know we want to spread these stories and we want to share all of these conversations with as many people as possible. And we need your help to do that. You can follow us on the social media if you don't already on Twitter at The Her Story Pod, Instagram at Women of Her Story Podcast, and you can visit our website at OfHerStory.com. And until next week, be safe. Stay healthy and show the world what you're made of. Wear a mask. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>